welcome to Revolution Lifestyle, where we learn practical ways to apply personal development and upgrade our everyday lives. Whether you're navigating a transition, reaching for your dream life, or learning to make you priority number one, I got you. Get ready to live your life on purpose, one episode at a time. Let's go. Hi, welcome to this week's episode. This week, I want to know who are your five people? And we're going to do a journal exercise. And you're probably wondering, what are you talking about? Well, Jim Rohn said, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And this really isn't just kind of common sense. It's actually backed up by science. Let's think about it this way. If you're raised in a very wealthy family, you become accustomed to a particular lifestyle. Maybe you take lavish vacations each year with your family. You might spend $400 or $1,400 on just an everyday sweater and drive a luxury vehicle. Maybe you never had to consider how much your education cost or how you would finance your first business. You are comfortable with this standard of living. You expect this standard of living. You wouldn't settle for less because you wouldn't even consider it an option. It wouldn't even cross your mind. If, however, you are raised in a poor family, you become accustomed to that style of living. Maybe your family lives paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you're always stretching just to make ends meet, to have food on the table, and to keep the lights on. You worry about every penny. You are comfortable with this standard of living. You expect this standard of living. You may not realize what is truly possible for you, that you could get a top education or become rich. You wouldn't even consider it an option. It would not cross your mind. In both of these examples, it's your environment creating who you are. The main influence in your environment growing up is obviously your family. Careers can be another example of how we're influenced by our environment and the people that we're around. If your parents are entrepreneurs making their income from their own businesses and ideas, you would think this is normal. But if your family has always worked for someone else earning a steady paycheck, then becoming an entrepreneur might be the scariest thing in the world to you. If all your friends go to college, you are far more likely to go as well, don't you think? So according to the definition in the Oxford Dictionary, influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something, or the effect itself. Influence is real. According to Harvard School of Public Health, research has shown that a person's chance of becoming obese increases by, wait for it, 57% if a close friend is obese. 40% if a sibling is obese, and 37% if a spouse is obese. This is mind-blowing to me. Thinfluence author Walter Willett also states, obesity is contagious, but physical activity and healthy eating are too. So we want to emphasize the latter. I mean, invite your friends to join you for a walk or for an evening cooking healthy foods. Bring your friends along in a positive way. That is the ultimate goal. People who smoke are more likely to have children that smoke. People who do drugs are more likely to have children who do drugs. People who have pets are more likely to have children who also have pets. This influence is not limited to our intimates, our friends, or our families. We're influenced by a much bigger circle than just our five people. 
We're influenced by our greater social world, our community, our church, our government, our social systems. If we want a different life, we have to do or be something different. We have to realize that our immediate circumstances are not all that is available to us. We have to be aware that there are endless possibilities in life, but if we don't know someone who's been there, done that, we have a really hard time believing it's possible for us. In the 1950s, Roger Bannister ran the mile in under four minutes after many years of it being thought impossible. But soon after he did it, many people followed in his footsteps and did it too. They just had to see that it was possible. This is one reason why we seek out mentors, people who've been there before us. We know they'll be a good influence on us based on their achievements and experiences. They can lead us and guide us in our journey. Which brings us to, have you ever considered your five closest people? Are your people lifting you up? Are they living healthy lifestyles, adding value to the world? And most importantly, are they still growing? Are they willing to try new things? So this is where I've created a little journal exercise for you. Um, I really do hope you take this offline and, and do it. Go to the, um, the transcript or something. You could print this little section out or just write this in your journal. So we're gonna go ahead and get started. Number one. Your five people likely include a partner, family, coworkers, and friends. Take a few moments to think about your average week. Write down all the people that you interact with throughout your days. So that's number one. Take a few minutes and think about your average week. Write down all of the people that you interact with throughout your day. So think about that. These are going to be, again, it's going to be your partner, your you know, family members, all of your coworkers the person you sit next to on the bus, if you ride the bus, um, you know, whoever it might be. The next thing you need to do, number two, is write down how much time you spend with each of these people on your list. Now, if there's somebody that you see once in a blue moon, don't, don't even bother with them, but these are the people that you see on a regular basis. Go ahead though, and next to each one, write how much time you spend with each person. You will clearly see who you spend the most time with. So that's number two. Number three, now that you know who your five people are, because obviously those are going to be the top five you spend the most time with, evaluate your list. And what I mean by that is number four, ask yourself a few questions about each person on your list. Overall, does this person lift you up or bring you down? If you wanted to, can you limit your time with this person? If you wanted to, can you increase your time with this person? Is anyone on this list truly toxic to you? Is there anyone in your life that didn't make it to the top five and you wish they had? So that is number four. Ask yourself a few questions about each person on your list. Number five, reflect on where you are now in your life and consider where you wanna be in the next year or two. And why are you gonna do this, number five? You, do you want to make some changes to your five people based on this? Do the people in your life support the person you are becoming? Do you want to develop new relationships to help you reach your goals? Can you identify people you would like to spend more time with? 
Can you identify people you would like to spend less time with? Based on considering where you want to be in the next year or two, who do you want to be? What kind of life do you want to live? Are these people supporting that? So that was number five. Number six, take action. Use your new relationship knowledge when you're scheduling your time. So now you're aware, like you're thinking about, okay, I know where I want to be. I kind of have an idea what I want for my life. I mean, I think most of us really can know what's holding us back. And especially when we're talking about the people in our lives, the environments that we're spending our time in. So what I mean by when you're scheduling your time, um, taking action in this way may look something like this. For example, say that you have a goal to get healthier and lose 20 pounds. And you see that you're spending a lot of time with your sister. She always wants to eat out at places that don't support your weight loss goals. She often teases you about your new health crazes and tries to convince you to just just be the old you, the more fun you. And instead then of planning a lunch date with your sister, maybe you ask her to meet you at the local trail for a walk instead. And if she doesn't, then you wanna start to consider the time you're spending with these people. Here's another idea. Say that you want a promotion at work and you notice that you spend a lot of time with Jenny at the office, complaining about everything wrong with the company you work for. Jenny hates her job and doesn't really have any plans to grow in her career. Well, instead of having coffee with Jenny every day, you could branch out and begin getting to know some of your other coworkers. You could create some new relationships, not based on complaining or gossip, and learn a lot about the company. People notice your positive outlook and interest in the company. You may ask your manager or someone in your career path to become your mentor and begin having coffee with them occasionally. Do you see how useful it is for you to pay attention to whom you give your time? So when you're scheduling your day, are you thinking about who you're going to be spending your time with and are they helping you or hurting you? Now, I'm not suggesting that you just start dumping people. I am suggesting that you readjust how much time you give to people and in what capacity. Really make conscious decisions about who you allow in your life. You are in charge of who you spend your time with even when it feels like that's not true. If you're in a toxic work environment and you just can't get away from them, maybe you have to look for a new job. If you have a family member or family members that are real downers, Limit your exposure. No one says you have to attend all the events. Attend only the events that are they're gonna allow you the space to avoid them. Some relationships will simply fade away when you stop feeding them, and then others will bloom in their place. Make sure you're deciding which relationships in your life are blooming. So that's what the five people situation is. And I just wanted to share it with you. I think it's super useful. Um, So just to give you a little recap, run down your day. Figure out who you're spending your time with. Are they bringing you value? Are they bringing you down? You know who these people are. You know areas of your life that you want to change and you don't feel supported. Who do you need to add and who do you need need to subtract? That's That's what we're talking about here. Well, I hope you guys find this useful. Go out to the podcast place that you subscribe to podcasts and give me a rating and review. Subscribe if you don't already. Look at this transcript uh, if you want to do the journal exercise. And that's all I have for you guys this week. Take care.